0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, August 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Black business ownership is on the rise. Black women are helping to lead the trend, but it has not been easy to be an entrepreneur during the pandemic.
1: Every single dollar that I made, it it went back into the business.
0: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson speaks with black women entrepreneurs about their businesses and challenges. Cahokia Heights is receiving more than $20 million from Illinois to fix its dilapidated sewer and wastewater system. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports about half of that was delivered yesterday. The $9.9 million grant will be administered by the Illinois Environmental Protection Agency. It pays to fix or fully replace 35 lift stations and for thousands of feet of sewer lining. City officials expect the full scope of this project will take three to five years to complete. Yvette Lyles has dealt with chronic flooding in her Cahokia Heights home for decades. She says she's tired of waiting for improvements.
1: We need immediate relief. We need actions. We need to see the stuff going on. We need to see the pumps pumping the water where it's supposed to go.
0: Last month's historic flash flooding inundated her home and many of her neighbors with stormwater mixed with sewage. In Kokia Heights, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has issued a disaster declaration for St. Clair and Washington counties in the Metro East that follows last month's record rain. The Belleville News Democrat reports Pritzker is not sure if there is enough flood damage for a federal proclamation. The governor does not have a damage estimate, but tells the newspaper, quote, it's serious enough that declaring a disaster made sense. Officials in Missouri issued emergency declarations after last month's floods. Workers at three St. Louis-area Boeing plants have avoided a strike after approving a three-year contract with the company. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. The union had rejected an earlier contract offer from Boeing, which included a reduction in the company's contribution to employees' retirement accounts. The new deal with the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers includes a 14 percent wage increase across three years, and it doesn't change the retirement fund match or health insurance plans. The contract covers 2,500 workers at plants in St. Louis, St. Charles, and Mascuta, Illinois. They build military aircraft including the F-15 and F-18 fighter jets. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis has made major changes to the discipline process for police and correctional officers. Mayor Tashara Jones has signed a bill creating the Division of Civilian Oversight. It will be led by a retired FBI agent. The division will include civilian oversight boards for police and corrections. It will also conduct independent investigations of misconduct and use of force. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services says 185 people in the state died from pregnancy-related causes between 2017 and 2019. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, the department's report shows many of those deaths were preventable.
1: Pregnancy-related deaths refer to someone who has died during their pregnancy or one year after giving birth. The report says one-third of pregnancy-related deaths were due to mental health disorders, including substance use disorder, followed by cardiovascular disease. Ashley Otto is maternal mortality coordinator at the department. She says pregnancy can cause mental health problems like postpartum depression or make existing ones worse. Underlying mental health conditions that the pregnancy itself or the stressors that having a new baby can cause exacerbated that other mental health condition. The report found substance use disorder contributed to almost one-third of the deaths. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: St. Louis's loop trolley is officially back on track today. Metro says one of the three streetcars will be out on the 2.2 mile route starting at 11 this morning. The federal transportation administration told local officials late last year to resume the trolley or risk paying back millions in federal funds many black business owners found it hard to keep their doors open during the pandemic some could not obtain loans needed to survive a public health crisis As people resume their routines, black businesses are growing and black women are helping to lead that charge. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson spoke with three black women entrepreneurs in the region who started their businesses during the pandemic and are thriving now.
1: It's a sunny Friday afternoon at Creole with a splash of soul. Restaurant owner Rhonda Walker just opened her doors at 2 p.m. and in walks a family from New York City. To, to okay. yes, sir. Walker opened the eatery a little over a year ago. As she prepares shrimp and grits in the kitchen, she says business was booming at first, but dropped off a bit over the winter. Now the restaurant is busy again. Every single dollar that I made, it, it went back into the business. But it wasn't easy. The North St. Louis County native couldn't get bank financing. So being that I was brand new. I was told that the restaurant industry was pretty much ravaged with funds, especially with the COVID pandemic. She put about $30,000 of her savings and family loans into the business. And she sometimes works as a nurse to cover expenses and to pay her two employees. During the pandemic, some Black women in the St. Louis region turned their passion projects into businesses because they were burned out from previous jobs. And it was hard to find new ones in the service or hospitality industry because jobs were drying up. Giselle Marcus is a diversity, equity, and inclusion professor at Washington University in St. Louis. What's happened with COVID has kind of shined a light on the fact that there's other options out there of which entrepreneurship
0: is one.
1: According to researchers at the University of California, the number of Black-owned businesses has increased by about 30% nationwide since before the pandemic, and Black women are driving that growth. Rachel Burns is one example. The St. Louis financial investment consultant opened her ice cream company, Bow Spoon's Creamery, in May 2020. She initially planned to sell specialty ice creams to restaurants, but scratched that idea and set up an online store. And then I just put, like, little samples on our neighbor's doorstep, which actually worked well because everyone was home. Those little samples turned into ice cream pints and gallons. She sells her products at Tower Grove Farmer's Market. Burns started out operating out of a commercial kitchen in downtown St. Louis. Now she makes ice cream on her 57-acre farm and creamery in Park Hills. As we wait for mint ice cream to freeze in her over 3,200-square-foot creamery, Byrne says her business has grown exponentially since the onset of the pandemic. When we got our first online sale, it was $40. You know, it was not a life-changing amount of money, but it was like just a little nugget of proof that this might actually work. Schnook's markets began selling products from Black-owned businesses in July 2020, including Bowl Spoon's Creamery. And now Burns' ice cream is in over 20 local markets and shops. Another woman who found success as an entrepreneur during a pandemic is Tiffany Wesley. In 2013, the Florissant resident and entrepreneur started making facial soaps to treat her acne and daughter's skin conditions. Two years ago, she started selling body butters, oils, and cleansers online. And last summer, Wesley opened Pure Vibes Retail Shop and Spa in University City. She soon found there was a big demand for her products. It was just like perfect timing, like it was destined, right? We're in a pandemic. Soap was scarce, sanitizer was scarce. I pretty much had all of those products in the sense. Wesley's sales have nearly tripled in the last three years. And she's thinking about opening a second location. As the pandemic continues to wane, black women entrepreneurs in the St. Louis area say they won't let any obstacles stop them from building wealth for their communities and families. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our David Cosser edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.